Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. We're launching uh, really a series of talks around um, evangelism as we, as a church across all three locations, gear up for what is going to be the biggest alpha to date. And um, more about that in a moment, but alpha is our space that we create uh, uh, for faith exploration. And, and we're believing that uh, at the start of February, we're going to pack this place out with people who are just desperate to know the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's our scripture uh, for the next month. This is uh, the book of First Peter, uh, chapter number three, uh, verse 15. It says this, but in your hearts, uh, but in your hearts, reverse Christ, rever- revere Christ, reverse Christ, <laughs> revere Christ. It's still the seventh, okay? Give me some time. Uh, as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. That is the title of our series, the hope that you and I have, which is in Jesus. But do this with gentleness and respect. What's going to happen over the next few weeks is uh, we're going to take each part of the scripture and really break it down and uh, talk about being prepared. That's my job this morning, is to prepare us all uh, for this month, for this year. Uh, and the various speakers and preachers will come back and really pull apart some of that, uh, some of the other bits in the verse. But I want to land on being prepared uh, here this morning. Uh, but to help us get there, I've just been racking my brain a couple of scriptures in, in Paul's letter to the Philippian church. Uh, if you've got your Bible, uh, just Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. I'll read this quick. And I just want to mill around Jesus a little bit and, and get us prepared, really, regarding uh, what this whole month, what this whole year is about. And I want to land on preparing us for the next few weeks. Does that sound good? Okay, here's what it says. It says... Uh, this, is, this is Paul uh, talking to him. He says, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? I really felt uh, as I was crashing into this year, uh, the Lord just say to me, hey, hey, let's not enter 2023 in the flesh, but let's enter in the spirit. Because I wonder what might happen, how the year might look if you and I are fired up by the Spirit of God, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Perhaps that's what this month is going to require, tenderness and compassion. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and one purpose. In 2023, don't be selfish. I added the date there. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests. But take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude as that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross, just a reminder of our starting point here this year. Therefore, God, 
elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him the name that is above uh, every other name, uh, that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. We want to get you prepared this month, ready for this year, as you and I begin to consider together who desperately, who desperately and urgently needs to hear this good news that Jesus, the name of Jesus is above all other names. As we're getting ready to share the good news across our world, we wanna prepare you today, and, and in doing so, I've titled uh, this message today, a Pulpits, Platforms, Stages, and the Streets. Pulpits, Platforms, Stages, and the Streets. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you this morning for your work. Oh, Lord, we thank you for this church. Thank you for every story, every person here today gathered in the room and online. Pray that God this year, as your word goes out, it would land on good soil, it would sharpen us, it would cause us uh, to draw nearer to you. Every one of us facing different things this year at different spaces and stages, but your word unites. Your word brings us together, bring us together today under your word, we pray. In Jesus' name, and someone said? Amen, that was a good amen, I love that. You're gonna to talk to me in 2023, I, I guess, as I preach. So, uh, the beginning of a, year, a new year is always a fascinating time, I find. You know, it's always a time of reflection and recalibration where we, you know, gather ourselves and reimagine our lives, our dreams, our, our goals, our desires, what we want to achieve in the new year. All of us are looking at the landscape uh, of our lives, and for some of us, it's a time of change. For others, we go again. We're all taking stock right now at this point in our lives, and I find myself with that in mind, just, just burdened and wrecked and drawn to these words um, of Paul to the church in Philippi due to the influx of retired Roman soldiers and government officials, the emperor at that time had been giving out plots of land to some of his crew. And that meant that the, the, the town of Philippi had a number of influences there, much like perhaps we have here today, the landscape of religion was diverse with multiple temples. The language that was spoken became different. Even the Christians that we know by name in the text have Greek and Latin names as opposed to to Jewish names, it's no wonder why Paul's, why Paul's emphasis to the Philippians on unit, is on unity and service was such an important matter as it would have matched a pre-Christian outlook on life. He was speaking a language that they would understand, although rather unity to the empire, it would have been unity to the church. The greatest force in the world, past, present, and future, a reminder this morning that the church is the hope of the world rather than an obligation to offer service to an earthly ruler Caesar they would have they would be offering service to a heavenly ruler 
Jesus Christ. He writes to them to unify them, to bring them together. Perhaps for us here today, if we're going to do anything this year, perhaps our starting point is coming together. He encourages them to carry on the good work which had already begun in them. Let me remind us all here today at the outset of a new year, as Paul said to the Philippians in the previous chapter, God who began a good work within you will continue this work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Verse six, in our text, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position as a slave and was born as a human being, throw back to Christmas. Friends, because of the incarnation, because of God becoming flesh, get this, first of all this year, that we get to think of our lives as people who are in Christ Jesus. John Clark put it like this in his book, The Incarnation of God, God without ever ceasing to be God actually became what he created in order to reconcile us to himself. That truth, it insists that you and I reflect on our lives at the beginning and at the outset of a new year, not just as a dad or as a mother or a business owner or as a barista or songwriter or creative, whatever it is that you do, but rather it is uh, uh, this new year, everything, Jesus is the meaning for everything. He's not just the reason for the season. Colossians 1.15 says that Christ is the invisible image of God. He existed before anything was created. He is is supreme over all creation for through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. Just a reminder before we get into it this morning that Jesus is our source. And I'm not talking about peri-peri or reggae-reggae, though it is excellent with lamb shank or a shoulder. I'm I'm talking about the well that never runs dry. He's, he, that when you drink from that water, you will never thirst again. He is our source, not only in its beginning, but in its goal that things begin and end with Jesus. Oh, he's our sustainer. Hebrews 1.3, the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. If it's felt in the previous season like things have been falling apart, You know, relationships, marriage, income, the promise for us today as we get going is that He holds all things together. He's our source. He's our sustainer. He's our savior for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Luke 19, 10. Remember this going forward. This is our starting point. Jesus is the meaning for everything. In Jesus, heaven and earth collide. This means that in Jesus, we have true and intimate knowledge of God because he has come to us, friends, this is it for me. This is our, this, this is our son, but now we can talk evangelism. Now we can talk anything because why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't there be a, a sense of urgency this month? Why wouldn't there be a sense of intentionality to engage people around this good news, this Jesus? that he loves you so much, that he, that he died for you so that you, might no, so that you no longer have to live in pain and stress and tension, but you can step into the light because Ephesians 1.11, we are united with Christ and we have received an inheritance from God for he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Gastry 
today, let me remind you that you are the light of the world. So always, always be prepared. It's, it's preparation time. I'm just prepping you, just reminding you and I of who Jesus is, that before anything this season, we are in Christ. That is the authority that we have going forward. We are in Jesus. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have in Jesus. You know what we've done in the previous season? We've reduced the sharing of the gospel, the good news, to pulpits, to platforms, to stages. And we've taken it out of the streets. We need to get back into the streets in this season. We need to go back to the streets. Oh, I don't hang out on the streets. Fair enough. But your, your dining room table is your street. That's your street. We need to get back to the streets. Uh, we need to get back to your, 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 the team that you lead, your family. That's your street. The, the, the pulpit, the platform is for equipping the saints. That's what we do when we step up here week in, week out. We want to equip you. Yes, we'll fire you up. Yes, we'll encourage you around the faith. We'll, this altar will be packed this year, I guarantee you. We will pray for you. We will prophesy. We will, we will cause you, or we'll do our best to cause you to lift your eyes, to see Jesus, but we want to equip you this year. We want to equip you to go into the world, into your world, and to make disciples we, we want to equip you for the streets. Alpha, starting at the beginning of February, is going to be big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be our biggest alpha today because we want to, we want to invite 1,500 people. That's 1,500 people to consider exploring faith. Guess what that means? That means every single one of us in the room here today, online, or to consider, prayerfully consider who that is, who is going to be in the room. Next week, we're gonna be putting down some names. So, so you need to begin to pray this week, ask the Holy Spirit to begin to put some people on your heart. Why? Because we're gonna be preparing tables. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 preparing, we're preparing tables in this, in this building for people to come and and, and share life and engage with one another. We've got powerhouse happening next week. Space to pray, as Rachel said, to declare the word of God over this year. You heard the auntie pray in the video. That wasn't auntie pray. You heard that on the video, right? You, some of you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that wasn't auntie pray. There's no prayers like an auntie pray. Okay, so, so, so we, need, we need to pray like never before in this season and myself included, in the previous season, some of us have been lazy in prayer. Y'all, we shrunk back because we had no time, we had deadlines, the job was hectic. But this year, we need to step up in prayer. We need to engage our prayer lives, make space for it. Powerhouse is an opportunity to reignite our prayer lives, all of us in this space. The church needs to pray. The church needs to declare the word of God over our city, over your family, over our friends. We need to pray. We need to 
We need to think about those who maybe you think are, 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 are the furthest away from God. Firstly, they probably aren't, right? And secondly, let's consider, especially, let's consider those people. Well, you think, ah, there's no, there's no chance. You, <laughs> there's no chance. Let's, let's, think about, let's think about those people who, who so desperately need to know Jesus in the words of our former uh, student pastor, Timothy Muller, in his parting words to us, the staff here at Gas Street, he encouraged us to remember the last. I've been thinking about it ever since. We need to remember the last. It's cool because you get to come here on a Sunday morning and we're singing awesome songs and feels good, it's warm in here and you know, it's comfortable. That seat is just, I mean, look at you relaxing. You've never looked better. But the reality is that there are those that you know super well that aren't in a space like this, worshiping Jesus and, and, and we, we need to remember the lost. Tim said, Tim said, look around, he said, this is the 99, maybe 98, some of you are rogue, I know you. <laughs> this is the 99, we, we, oh, oh, oh my goodness, we, we, this needs to burden us. This needs to burden us and we need to get prepared. How do we get prepared? I've got a few thoughts on that. Here's the first thought, we need to, we need to be prepared to genuinely love people in this season. We need to be prepared to, not a Sunday morning kind of love. Hey, how you doing, side hug? Come on. Maybe some of you need to keep the side hug going. But we need to be prepared to genuinely love people. It's not, this is not just any love, but this is a love that rejoices in what's best for others and what's best for others fundamentally is salvation. Let's not pretend like it isn't. Come on, you sit with people, sometimes I do, where you just wanna shake them and say, come on, if, if, you, just, if you just got to know Jesus, if you just surrendered your life to Jesus, you, come on, you know what that's like. Fundamentally, what people need is salvation. Back to Philippians 2.17, Paul says, I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God. I wanna tell all of you to share that joy. He says to the Romans, he says, don't pretend to just love others. He says, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, take delight in honoring each other. When God's people are in need, be prepared. Be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality and love that. Remembering, of course, that love is a verb. It's a doing word. I'm tired of you telling me you love me, show me. I love sneakers, just so you know. Love is a doing word. How are you going to love people closer to the cross this year? Think about it for 12 seconds. How are you gonna do it? How are you gonna practically love people so much that it leads them to the cross? You can't lead people closer to Jesus if you don't genuinely love them. It's just impossible. This encouragement that Paul's giving was needed given the, the strife amongst this church. They, they were hectic, they were like divided, they were fighting. And maybe that's a reflection of maybe what has become of, of our own hearts 
in lives, for this congregation to grow and to thrive, it needed to address some of those issues, perhaps for us this year, as we grow in confidence, especially when it comes to sharing the good news with others. Perhaps there are some internal issues that we ought to address, things that hinder us, perhaps that from stepping out in faith. Perhaps it's, that's the preparation for some of us at the outset of the new year. I don't know. I don't know if we can love people to the cross if we don't have a healthy view and a love for ourselves. I don't know if we can, I don't know how well we can talk to others about the forgiveness of Jesus when, if there is unforgiveness in our own hearts towards ourselves and perhaps towards others. It's preparation season. Get ready, get ready, get ready, Gastry. No eye has seen, catch this word for yourself, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. You, you have to step into this season with boldness, permission to be bold this year, to be courageous online, to have strength and stamina for the season ahead. The Lord is up to something. He's doing something. Speaking, he's moving. You don't need me to tell you that. You have to open up your word. Get into this thing yourself. Figure out what's the Lord saying, what is he doing? He's speaking, it's preparation season. Let's be prepared to love. Let's be prepared to serve in this season. This church, these people had become self-serving and impressed with themselves, divisive. Our prayer day never comes where we become impressed with ourselves, with how cool this place is. We've got exposed brick, look at us. Oh, come on. Let us not reach a day where, where this is enough. This isn't enough. People are lost. People are broken. People are desperate for Jesus. Come on, Gastry. Come on, let's consider Let's consider how we serve people in this season. Paul says, don't be selfish, don't try to impress others, be humble. Thinking of yourselves better uh, than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Humility is the foundational attitude of those who are Christians in the view of the unity of the church. It stands over any attitude of selfishness, conceit, which is disruptive. Those things are disruptive. Let's not be distracted this year. There's, there's too much to do. Let's not be distracted. Humility counts others better than oneself regardless of social standing. Let's break social norms this year. Let's hang out with people who are different to us, who don't look like us, sound like us, dress like us. Let's do things differently this year. There's some vision for you. Let nothing be as it was. Perhaps this is, where you, this is where we need to pitch ourselves. For this year, perhaps for all of eternity, this month, humble in service to one another. Come on, Dan, come on up here. Help us bring this home. Play something awesome. Paul is highlighting in our text. And perhaps we all need to take note that the community itself will benefit the greatest when people are not attempting to create their own sub-kingdoms where we are only concerned about our own welfare. And perhaps because of the pressures of 2022, 2021, 
There have been times when we've had to look out for ourselves and our own. Perhaps, perhaps there were some pressures. The concept of servanthood, Paul is saying, then is not an undeniable concept, but now it becomes a way to imitate Jesus. Let us imitate Jesus this year, their new heavenly ruler. As we imitate Jesus in loving and serving people through humility, maybe then will we see people's hearts unlocked to receive this good news. Maybe try showing people Jesus this year. You know, some of you have said too much. And maybe your words don't align with your actions. Woo, sorry. Maybe. How about this year, you say less and do more. Say less, do more. Paul said to young Timothy, be an example. Where are the examples in 2023? Where are the people that we can look up to and think, wow, I want that kind of faith, man. How do you do that? How do you, how do you have the faith to just pray for someone? Where are the examples? Paul said, be an example in, in how you live, in how you, in your faith. Let's be examples in how we love and how we serve. Let's be prepared to serve. Some of you, you need to serve again. Next week, I don't know if you heard, but we're going to a million gatherings. One million. Get that number on your heart. Do you know what that means? That means we need one million, two million hands. You've had a season of rest and relaxation. Maybe not relaxation because it's important to rest. But you've had some time up. Get back. Get back to serving Jesus this, this year. We need kids team. We need leaders of young people. We need people who will greet people at the door. Hey, we need preachers. Some of you, the Lord has given you a voice. We need those who will pray and prophesy. It's fair game in 2023. We need evangelists. We need those who will be bold. Let's be prepared to serve. Maybe you want to serve at Alpha this time. Maybe that's where you can start. Maybe you need to sign yourself up to do Alpha. Eh? Maybe you need to get equipped and just remind yourself who is Jesus? What does it mean to be a Christian? Let's be prepared to love. Let's be prepared to serve this year. Here's the last thing. Um, let's be prepared to share. Let's be prepared to share. Share what? I hear you ask. Therefore, verse 9, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him, get this in your spirit, okay? Gave him, Jesus, the name that is above. So think of all the names right now that maybe you have been spoken over you, that you constantly speak over yourself. I'm useless. I lack confidence. I've got nothing to give here. These people seem like they've got it all together. I'm this, I'm that. 
The name of Jesus sits above those things. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's resurrection life in the name of Jesus. That which has died in the name of Jesus can come alive. Dreams, desires in 2023, plans, purposes. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Woo! Be prepared to share that. Maybe not like that, okay? That might be too intense. Maybe don't walk into the office tomorrow and say, the name! Do it. Try it. Oh, friends, we've got a message to share. Jesus is Lord. Tell everyone. Shout it from the rooftops. Jesus is Lord. Yes. Thank you, sir. Jesus is Lord. Oh, come on. He is the hope that we have. He, Jesus, is the hope that we have. He is my provider. He is my sustainer. He is my healer. He is my safe place. Jesus. Alpha, in a few weeks, it needs to be packed up. I'm not, I'm not playing games. I'm messing with you. It needs to be packed up. You're going to have to get a little bit uncomfortable in the weeks to come. You're going to have to do You're going to have to step out and show love even when it hurts sometimes even the people who are hard to love you know we've all got one or two of those Jesus is the meaning of everything everything starts and ends with Jesus so let's let's share let's love let's serve people to the cross Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website, gastric.org, or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church.